Welcome to a brand new episode of the Kick Out. Loads to talk about today in today's episode. Wrestling has gone wild, and I'm here with my main man, Max WrestleMania UK. Always a pleasure to see you, bro. How you yeah, been, man? Yeah, not not the best, to be completely honest. Um, I've had a trying last couple of weeks, but um, you know the show must go on. I'm feeling a lot better, but still on the road to recovery. You've been missed. And then obviously, as soon as you've came out of that recovery bed, you've gone straight into work and stopped, you know, still producing episodes for us. So we thank you dearly for that. Uh, no next. No uh, I go by the name of Skillet. I didn't introduce my name uh, for those who might be listening to they, us. They know who you are. <laughs> it's ma- main event us. <laughs> oh, as if no one knows who I am here. <laughs> In case you didn't know, my name is Skillet. <laughs> Uh, i love you brother uh, <laughs> you sounded a lot like the rock there um, oh, did i and i was watching um there was a debate this before we start talking about the crazy news that we're hearing for the past few days and weeks mm. in, in the world of wrestling um i noticed there was a debate that was brought to my attention shout out to rest things uh podcast mm. who retweeted this and, ah um, yes and i think they tagged me in it as well and yourself and uh, there was a young lady i can't remember her name Danielle, I think they said. Danielle. She was cool. You know, she was lovely. But um, in her opinion, and we have to remember, everybody absorbs wrestling differently. Yep. There are different generations to this. Some people wouldn't yep. see how certain wrestlers was moving in their heyday, and they're only judging it from maybe repeats or replays of this, or only, or even a little bit of brief footage that they've seen. I'm not saying that she hasn't seen a lot of The Rock. But, yeah. but she said Rock is top 10, not top 5. Um, and she meant mostly because of wrestling in-ring skills ability so think, yeah yeah and then and i guess with the in-ring ability i'm not gonna i didn't argue with her because mm-hmm. in-ring wise she's not totally wrong you yeah, know no, rock no. is a great worker great entertainer he could put on a great match uh but obviously we all know he hasn't got the technical prowess that so many other wrestlers have yeah. but um i mean but to say though that he's not top five it's mental isn't it it's it's absurd like he's top two yeah yeah (laughs) let's be honest like and i'm we're talking about the whole package here Mm -hmm. um like put wrestling aside he's one of the greatest of all time like and and she did say in ring and she did say mike skills he's one of the best of all time but you have to see rock rock and people like rock and austin they're just they're above yeah all of that um, but it's interesting because then I, I asked her like, so who's your who's in your top five? And she mentioned like Edge. I think she mentioned Punk. Edge. Punk. I, know, I know. I think she mentioned Edge. I mean, she mentioned Punk. I think she mentioned. Did she mention Orton? I think she mentioned Orton. Well, well like you said, this then obviously is showing age and generations. One hundred percent. And stuff. She, so, she yeah. obviously probably watched wrestling from the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Onwards, like so. I think she might mention Ray. I can't remember, but it's very interesting. When, when people start talking about wrestling and top fives and stuff these days, my, my initial straight go-to question is, are we talking about in-ring ability? Are we talking about total package? Are we talking about the best sports entertainer? Because these are all very, you know, different things, which we You're can right. rate people by. Like, if she wants to say, yeah, The Rock is, you know, his in-ring ability wasn't all that. Yeah, we can all agree on that. Yeah. But if we're talking about a total package 
You don't get better. You yeah, don't get better. Like, how is he not in the top five? Like, yeah, you don't get better. Like, and and you're you're talking about a company that's called itself World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. If anyone is the E in entertainment, it's, it's the Rock. Hundred. Like, yeah. Un- unbelievable talent. But it's interesting. Please kick out listeners. Tweet us. Interact with us. Like, let us know who's in your top five. Who's in your top ten? Ask us any question. You know what? I'm gonna put. A tweet out right now mm. say we are recording live myself and Max and hopefully DJ Ace will join us soon. We don't know where Tay is. I went to a party with Tay on Saturday. It was a soccer party. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we were drunk way before the party started and we were drunk way after uh, but we had a good time. Um, but yes, obviously people stay safe. It's still a crazy virus out there and I, I know a lot and I know a lot of people at this party was not staying safe so yeah a bit of a risky one but um I'm gonna say uh we are recording live any questions for myself and Max but yeah other, other than that I mean I, li- I like when I see kind of like I, I say outlandish but like comments like that which get the timeline really talking yeah before that i don't know if you saw a couple of days before that someone said that eddie guerrero is a b plus player so some i i so i i think wasn't it you and someone else that's ripping this guy to shreds I, I <laughs> it, it, it wasn't me i i i watched it maybe i retweeted a couple of stuff but <laughs> I think people um, were onto him. Yeah, a, a lot of people were very upset people were saying that you know some people said or that guy particularly said that you you only call him an a plus player because obviously he's passed um which isn't fair at all um, that is not, but, people were, when he was alive people were generally saying he's one of the greatest of all time yeah right? yeah so um yeah, it, I mean, that was the the mad conversation that happened earlier in the week. We had journalists in the industry literally piping in on that tweet. Um, I, I remember Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy tweeted Eddie Guerrero's yeah. A+. I think A+. Bishop said something as well. I feel, I yeah, think that's what people, yeah, people from the, the industry, you know, the top names really got involved to, to, you know, make sure that Eddie's legacy wasn't tarnished by this guy's this And guy's I think tweet. I saw Chavo tweet, like, I, I love you guys for chiming in and getting this guy mm. the hell out of here. But that's the thing. People want to tweet these madness. They probably haven't watched it, Eddie Guerrero match in their life because it's. Some I don't of care them is just for the controversy, bro. It's for the traffic today. One hundred percent. It's just to, it's just to make himself famous mm. because I don't care who you are, wrestling or not wrestling fan or whatever. If you watch an Eddie Guerrero match, this you're not walking out thinking that was not a work yeah. of art. Like yeah, of course. That he was one of the best of all time. But mm. yeah, yeah, people love to do this nonsense. Like, here's the thing, like. This is what I'm saying. Like, even though we had that argument about pops, and I like I was saying about the cedar pop is like oh, you yeah. can't compare it to the you can't like you can't. Mm. But I recognize Cena is a freaking star, he's a mega star, he's a superstar. Yeah. So of course he's generates great pops. I literally watched this morning while I was doing I'm working from home mm-hmm. and I was on the laptop. I put on um No Mercy 2016. Yeah, and it was AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose versus Cena. And Cena's reaction was outstanding. It was incredible. Yeah. So, of course, I, I do recognize, like, I think Ace 4, I was hating on Cena. It's not that. I do recognize that Cena is a big name. And, yes, he's a freaking Hall of Famer. He's a legend. He's a he's a Mount Rushmore talent. So he's going to generate these crazy reactions. But, I mean, I was... I mean, I mean, I was in, the, I was inside when, when when Austin and Rock was doing it on a regular basis. You know what the thing is as well with Austin and Rock, they were at a time where these were, remember, early beginnings of the internet. 
So there, there was nowhere to see these guys or catch them elsewhere apart from going to you a made show. That, yeah, you made that point and you were absolutely right. So when you go to a show and you see these guys, you go yeah. ballistic. Like yeah. if we miss Cena coming back at Money in the Bank, okay, we can watch it back on the network um, or, you know, yeah. we can watch it elsewhere or something like that. And even in our house, you might be like, oh God, like Cena's sick and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah we have the privilege of being able to watch it by other medians. Back then, that wasn't such a thing. You had to live it. Like, so yeah, Austin Pops are unrivaled. Unrivaled. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and before Austin came on the scene, the biggest Pops were, well, Hogan had obviously great reaction. Yeah, yeah, of course. World, yeah. World, World, World Warrior Pops, you know, the Hawking Animal has mm. crazy Pops. That's, that's what they used to be called, World, World Warrior Pops. So, uh, yeah, it's very interesting listening. But uh, yeah, we got a lot of interesting news to talk about in the yeah. world of wrestling. I've been really enjoying AEW. Before we talk about the world of wrestling and controversy of certain news and what's happening, um, the last episode of AEW Dynamite was, I think it was booked to perfection. Um, the 10 tag, the 10, 10 man tag team man elimination match, elimination yeah. dark order versus the elite. Uh, you know, Andrade's interaction with Pac and Ray Phoenix. And, um, why is my brain doing this to me again? Pentagon, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Penta, yeah. And, um, what was the main event? The main oh, event was the, the death match, death match with, um, Nick Gage and Chris Nick Jericho. And Jericho, and then obviously. Uh, MJF announced who the two Guerrero will be returning, yeah. which is juicy. You know, I was, yeah, I, that was a <laughs> massive mark out moment for me. It's hilarious because the Juice and Jericho have these epic matches, and me being me being a young WCW fan, I knew I always like, even though I found it hilarious what The Rock said, yeah, I did, I did, I did feel for, for Hooventude because. Hoovertude was a bad boy. He was an yeah, absolute yeah. bad boy. Yes, he had his demons and he had his issues with drugs and alcohol, mm. but he was an absolute beast in that ring. And then when Jericho debuted on <laughs> WWE, it wasn't the debut promo. It was like a couple promos after when he made, finally made his, uh, his entrance to WWE. And The Rock was like, you think you're a big shot? Because down in Deep South, you were wrestling some jabroni name, Hoovertude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> As I found that hilarious, I felt it ruined Hoovertude's <laughs> career. career. It's like it destroyed his career. But everyone's like, "Yeah, he's a he's a really jabroni." No, he's not. Like, and yeah. then obviously, I love that in AEW <laughs> recently, Jericho brought up the whole I was fighting, having classics with Hoovertude, when you what did he say to MJF? Yeah, I was you having classics with him when you were in like diapers or something like yeah, that. And then yeah. MJF was like, "Who's who's who's Hoovertude?" He's like, yeah. "Google him." And and, then I guess, and that was I, early AEW. That was literally AEW. within months of them starting TV. So great way how they've kind of spun the whole story. Great way to spin it back. Great way to... Because, yeah, he disrespected Hoovy back then, but now they're actually showing everyone how much they actually really respected him. And then he was like, one of the greatest mm. luchadors of all time. And I did Google him. And it's like, mm. yes, like storytelling 101, man. It's amazing. Like AEW, man, they're killing it. I have to say. Bro, and throughout July, they their programming, since they've been back on the road, they've absolutely knocked it out of the park. Obviously, we've 100. seen the debut of Malachi Black over there. We've seen Andrade's had his first match. Um, all the stuff that they're really starting to tease between Kenny and Hangman. Um, and obviously the stuff that happened on the last show, like you said, the death match. Um, they, yeah, they've they've proper knocked it out of the parks in, in July, man, and it's looking good for the next few months with their, with their big pay per views and stuff on the way. 
we've got a question here from G Gone Wrestling. Oh, Gigi. GG. Uh, GG, big up GG. Um, what do you guys think th they're gonna do with Hangman and the Kenny story? Do you think we are still seeing this match at all out? So apparently the answer is no. This isn't going to be the match. They might somehow get Christian. I think is the number one contender, number one in the men's singles rankings. Um, so that's probably going to be the match. Some people are saying. I have no idea. And um, with I feel the need to fantasy book more when you're watching WWE stuff because it's just kind of directionless. But with AEW, I'm just happy to leave them to their devices and just kind of watch every show as it happens and see how it unfolds. So I don't really have an opinion on how it's going to kind of turn out. But I'm so, you, to it. so you think they're going to delay this match? That's that's the rumour. Meltzer has said that the, the match isn't happening at all out. Um, at, at the same time, people are saying, obviously, that's going to be Punk's, apparently, like his first pay-per-view. So you don't want to overcloud, you know, Hangman possibly winning the title with Punk returning. So, um, and it's going to be in Chicago. So... Yeah, maybe Punk is going to be the, the world title match. Who knows? But um, yeah, I guess we just have to just wait and see. Uh, Danny underscore Zelos um, asks, does Punk and Brian potentially going to AEW move them closer to WWE? Like, are these the signings that they need? Are these, are these the marquee signings? Are these the, the Hall and Nash, the whole, you know, that's going to join and really change the game? I mean, Potentially, yeah. Um, Punk is a big one. Brian, Brian's definitely a big one. These are big, big household names. So yes, they can generate a lot of WWE traffic. I just think it's it's. This is going to sound very disrespectful because obviously mm -hmm. I think Punk and Brian are big stars, and they are, yeah, yeah. and they are going to help WWE. I just feel like if it was someone like a Cena, or yeah, if they get yeah. someone like a Lesnar. Reigns or someone like Reigns mm, mm. could really, really, but this is still big, big, big signing. So yeah, yes, I'm gonna short answer yes. I'm gonna say, just, I, I, I think just, so. I just there's still so. there's still other names that could have really like really pushed. Yeah, it. yeah. I think the the thing is, um, CM Punk for sure is gonna bring a lot of people back to wrestling. Same yeah. way when he was in the UFC and everyone kind of flocked over to UFC to see what he was doing over there. He's going to bring a lot of people back to wrestling. Um, yeah. I don't have much of an interest in like TV ratings, this, that and the other. So, I mean, I don't know necessarily or don't care, should I say, who's who's a draw or this, that and the other. But um, yeah, Brian is obviously one of the most beloved people in, in wrestling. Um, sure. Punk is one of the most controversial mm -hmm. and stuff. So definitely, you know, these are going to be like their top tier mm -hmm. names. But like you said, Someone like Lesnar would definitely be, you know, blockbuster, Cena, blockbuster. So, yeah. Shouts to my actual blood brother, <laughs> Chris, Chris Mentalist. Are the WWE relying too much on previous talent? And are, are the WWE relying too much on previous talent? Again, not establishing new stars. Okay, so he's actually for you, meant he was going to say something about AEW. But he's actually saying, is WWE relying too much on previous talent? And again, not establishing new stars when we say previous talent we talking about old guys i guess like yeah the scene is and i guess it's still having reigns and still having seth and still having all these people at the top you know it seems like it like right now it looks like the rest of the roster is being fed to roman in these b-level pay-per-views as they call them and mm -hmm. when it's SummerSlam, mania royal rumble 
they're calling the legends back for Roman. So instead of kind of building someone in between, that can be the guy to to beat Roman sort of thing. Um, mm. So yeah, there, there there is some building, but it's, it depends. Like Lashley's being built or he's been treated well over the last year, but Lashley's already 40 odd. Um, mm. Drew, I think is clearly going to be the successor to Roman, but Roman's only really just getting started. Let's be honest. So mm. I don't know when they're going to pull the trigger on that per se, but. Yeah, there is still an, uh, a reliance on the older guys. Uh, we have another question here from Gigi, uh, but I'm going to ask it when we talk more about the news because it's kind of relating to something that's okay. happening. Um, I guess, should we just go straight into it? I mean, we were going to wait for DJ Ace. We're not sure where he is. Uh, so let's just continue, yeah? Let's talk about the news today in the world of wrestling next. So, well, it's been a busy weekend. We've heard that Bray Wyatt's left WWE on Friday. Um, by this morning, we had heard that Adam Cole's contract ends after SummerSlam. And by this afternoon, we had heard that Ric Flair's left WWE, his Legends contract. So I guess we can start with Bray Wyatt. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's your initial reactions on Bray Wyatt leaving? Uh, yeah, big loss. Uh, one of the most creative wrestling brains in the last 10, 15 years. Absolute genius. He's he's done some really, really, really good work with WWE. Amazing work. Some really, you know, really entertaining stuff like, you know, the Wyatt family stuff that he did, you know, and evolving that character to so many different aspects of Bray. There's even stuff that didn't even happen because things got cancelled. Like maybe he tried to do the um, Sister Abigail storyline when he had the mask over his face and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, I got a bit after last year's WrestleMania with the Firefly Funhouse with the Cena match, which I absolutely think was a a work of art. Like Mm -hmm. I've I've said that so many times, one of the best matches I've ever seen in terms of like this creativity. I remember like it was so good. I remember, I remember because my brother Andrew, shout out to K Knight, he doesn't really watch wrestling like I do anymore. He does, he's really off of it, but he will watch WrestleMania. Yeah. He always takes time for WrestleMania. And obviously, because of his COVID WrestleMania, he was like, What is this? This is dead. He kept calling me. But he said he likes certain matches. And I just told him, Bro, wait for the Firefly, Firefly Funhouse match. And yeah. I remember him when he was watching it, I FaceTimed him the same time he was watching it. And I just saw his face. And he was just, his face was exactly the how I was. He was just in awe. He couldn't use that, like, bro. This is a, this is genius. He kept saying this is genius. I said, yeah, this is amazing. And uh, shout out to Cena as well, who played a big part in that. But but then I just felt like that whole the character for me, it just it just it just wasn't working out for me. I, I really you know I remember I the, said the fiend's character or the fiend's what? character. Okay. The fiend okay. character. Remember I, I rang the bell for him. I said yeah I yeah did, yeah. I did the ten. So I love it when skillet. Is right. Yeah, I guess you were right in this. In this. I, I, I rang the bell, and Ace and Ace was saying I was crazy, but it just it just wasn't what it was. And I don't blame. I, I guess looking at the fact that he's actually gone, yeah, I guess you can't totally blame Bray for that because it's clearly there's some creative differences, and maybe there's certain things that he wanted to do that he couldn't do. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. maybe this is other oh, no, we'll do. This. But I just felt that the Finn character, which was amazing when it first started, when he first came in, he debuted against Finn Balor, got Finn, Finn out of here, and he, I was like, this is crazy. And he reinvented the entrance and everything. I was like, okay, cool. But then it just got a bit like, nah, this is a bit too wacky, too hokey. Too, it was just got too wrestle crap kind of for me. So um, that's why I had to rebel and Bray. And 
um, yeah, now he's gone, unfortunately. Uh, but I don't think this is the end of Bray. I think yeah. whatever he is reincarnate his new storyline, new gimmick, this could be a good thing. This could be a blessing in disguise. He could be now a Wyndham. He could be, you know, Wyndham. You know, raising that Wyndham legacy, do something yeah. completely different, but still scary. Like I think Bray still has a lot of miles in this. Well, he's, he's he's already advertising. I think it was on his Instagram, Cult of Wyndham. Which is maybe yeah, his I new... didn't even know that. <laughs> maybe that, yes, his new thing. That for me being a lifelong wrestling fan, seeing the Windhams in this day. Well, I didn't see the Blackjacks in the day, but I saw I saw you know Barry Windham growing yeah. up. Like this makes me happy. This is what I want to see. I was I was a big fan of the fiend. Um I think aesthetically, like just the mask, yeah, everything they did, that like you said, the packaging. Um, the entrance, everything. I thought they have nailed it with this guy. Um, it, it seemed to me that the issues came with his character every time they wanted to put the belt on on him or did put the belt on him because you, <clears throat> you're putting the belt on a supernatural character and, and ultimately a supernatural character shouldn't lose. You see no. what I mean? So yeah. you, you, you've kind of booked yourself into a corner, as they say. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, stupid decisions like feeding him to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia it's just like you are, you're building somebody like come on exactly um, a lot of people hated the finish to the the hell in a cell match he had with Seth Rollins when Seth Rollins hit him with a sledgehammer or something like that yeah yeah um i i personally didn't mind it um people didn't like the red lights in his matches again i didn't mind it i thought it worked for i guess his character but i can imagine if you're in the arena how it's a bit of a an annoying thing um yeah, I, I was more into The Fiend than I was ever into any of his Wyatt family stuff. However, I did really like the Wyatt family stuff with um, The Shield, um, you know, when they used to go back and forth back in the day. Um, oh, so, 100%. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a big, big loss and everyone has kind of said it. A lot of people, I never even knew this, a lot of people have said since Friday, this guy got him, got them back into wrestling or this guy got them into wrestling and stuff like that. And I was thinking... Bray Wyatt, as in Wyatt family, Bray, like, shocked me, shocked me completely. Um, I never knew, you know, people kind of rated him to that level. Obviously, we all know he's a he's a genius, very creative, but um, I never knew, yeah, he was kind of that up there for maybe this newer generation of fan. Um, so, yeah, it's a crazy... Do you, do you remember when he was Husky Harris? Yeah. NXT, <laughs> Nexus. And, and he was a Nexus, and he had those tryouts, and then there was kind of building a little thing with Husky and CM Punk when he was the leader, because you know Punk was beating up everybody. But then he was kind of gone, and and like nobody, like nobody saw him in the main roster. But they didn't forget yeah. about him. And then obviously he got reinvented as the Bray Wyatt in NXT, and him yeah. and the, him and Rowan and Luke Harper all came up together, which was amazing. And they did yeah. that really great entry. I think they debuted against Kane on Raw, and and. I think it was Kane. I could be wrong. I, but, was their debut at SummerSlam? I can't mm, remember. I think they debuted on a Raw. Okay. I could be wrong, but I think it was against Kane. And I just remember them attacking Kane or whatever. Uh, yeah, Roman yeah. and Harper. And then Bray will come off his rocking chair and he walks over to Kane and he's laughing. Man, man, he's doing that manacle laugh, that, man, you know, that crazy laugh that he does. Yeah. And the crowd was saying, Husky Harris. And yeah, they tried, they tried to kill him. And he goes on his knees and, like, oh. and everyone was just like going. Because obviously they had the vignettes. Remember, they had the vignette yeah. for a while, the kind of two detective style vignettes. Yeah. And, ah! 
yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh man, like that stuff, that stuff gave me goosebumps, man. Like it was, it was good. That's the Bray I love. Yeah. Like I love that Bray White. Like and when he's and his promos and he's saying these amazing quotes. I remember I sampled one of his quotes for a song I never put out. <laughs> oh really? But it was about fear, and I need to find it on the network. I need to find this quote on the network because I've been trying to find it. And it was an episode of Raw that he said it. But he said some beautiful quote about fear and being and what fear does to people. Ah, mm. uh, it was uh, like he had some really. And I'm 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 a big fan of quotes. Like my back in the day, I used to watch X Men, and my favorite villain was Apocalypse because Apocalypse would drop some fucking bad boy yeah, yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad boy quotes. So that's the kind of thing like. Bray kind of remind me of that, so yeah. yeah, man, it's a shame. It's actually a really a shame that he's gone. That the fact that I'm talking to you about it for as long as we have, um, I think it's all coming back to Bro, me. How it's, much it's, it's, actually, I love that guy, man. It's, it's mad. The entire Wyatt family is gone. Like, obviously, yeah. for me, I got into them in NXT because of Luke Harper. I've I've yeah. always been a big Luke Harper fan from for when sure. I first seen him wrestle. I think he's Shakara. Um, yeah, for sure. And that's when he when made I his bones, man. Yeah, when I saw it, seen him with Bray Wyatt, I was like, okay, cool. Like, let, let's see what he's gonna do in WWE. Um, like I said, I was I was never really into Bray, but I did like him when they had the WrestleMania 30. Was it WrestleMania 30 or 31 against Undertaker? 30, he faced John Cena. 31, Undertaker. I thought this could be the passing of the guard here if they get this it right. Yeah, they they didn't pull the trigger on it. Um, remember his you know, remember his amazing match with Daniel Bryan at Royal Rumble. Yeah, and, yeah, and then he had that amazing. Uh, when they had Brian join the Wyatt family in that cage match and everyone, yeah. oh man, like... Even uh, the stuff was... they did with Orton joining the, the Wyatt family and stuff like that was yep. half decent. Uh, that's when he that became WWE decent. champion. Um, and then, you know, like I said, they, it was kind of dead and then they brought him back with The Fiend for me and I was I was all in. I said, this this guy just looks like a terror. Like, But again, they just kind of fed him to the Lions that are Goldberg and just bad booking, so... It's a shame. It's a shame. What else has been going on? Who else has been released? So, yeah, next on the um, proverbial chopping block, I guess, what is is the Adam Cole story that popped up, that Adam Cole, um, his contract actually ended, what, last month at um, Mm -hmm. Great American Bash, after Great American Bash, his match with um, Kyle O'Reilly, the second match Mm -hmm. in their series. He signed a short-term deal to the end of SummerSlam. It looks like SummerSlam weekend, he's going to take on Kyle O'Reilly. Um, one more time to be the third match in their series. Um, and the question is, is he going to stay on after SummerSlam? Like, obviously, he's kind of done everything he can do in NXT. Uh, longest reigning NXT champion, tag team champion, North American champion. Um, he's basically taking Kyle O'Reilly now mm-hmm. to the next level. Um, the main roster beckons, but we all know what the main roster looks like, especially for guys promoted from NXT, especially for guys that aren't mm-hmm. the biggest of stature um which adam cole isn't and of course AEW kind of is waiting in the wings he's got friends over there in you know the box and stuff where he's teamed up with ample times on the indies this that and the other his girlfriend is over there Britt baker AEW women's champion um and especially yeah the elite (laughs) especially as um you know live shows come back and people are moving around america they're no longer all based in Florida, where obviously AEW was based in Jacksonville in Florida. Um, it, it may just make sense that for him and his missus to stay close together, he goes over there. But um, I mean, it will yeah, be a I massive mean, loss. For it will be a massive loss. 
I mean, that's one thing I was looking forward to seeing when he, when he debuted in NXT Brooklyn 2017. And he he and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish attacked Drew McIntyre. I was I saw that live. I, I was I was I was that's probably one of the best NXT pay-per-views I've ever seen live. And I was going crazy because that's something I've always wanted to see. I wanted to see all three of them and Roderick Strong in uh, the main roster in WWE and it just never really happened it just did yeah, never yeah. like there was a time where Undisputed Era was probably arguably the most popular faction in wrestling yeah that obviously Bullet Club was out at the time when they were doing their thing but but Undisputed Era was kidding it as well do you know what I mean yeah Bullet Club yeah, in Japan yeah. and, and Undisputed Era was getting these pops these crazy pops even when they did the crossover stuff with Survivor Series Undisputed Era would have these crazy pops and they just never pushed them all together on the main roster. It was just very disappointing to me how they handled that. I I I strongly think he's gonna resign with WWE. Apparently, he's been very respectful with the negotiations. He's you know, he's not pushing for anything, mate. You know what I mean? He's not doing yeah, anything yeah. that rude or um, and he could do if he wanted to, because he has every right to his contract's coming up. But yeah, I think they will I think they'll resign him. I hope they resign him. I hope they reunite Undisputed Era. That's not going to happen with, with what's going on with the storylines of Roderick Strong and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, or maybe sign, you know, Adam Cole and have um, put, I mean, he can talk. I'm not saying he needs a talker, but also have maybe some muscle behind him. Like what they do with AJ Styles and Omos. Yeah. Maybe have, maybe have Adam Cole and, because I, I, I think the reason why they were never pushed in the main roster is because Vince looks at him and sees a skinny kid. Small guy, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, which is a shame. Not not the talent that he is. Um, so, but, I think um, Adam Cole is a WWE champion. Adam Cole is a WrestleMania main eventer. Like, I think Triple H and Shawn Michaels have done such great work with booking of Undisputed Era of Adam Cole, particularly. Um, it will be devastating if Adam yeah. Cole walks out of the company. Yeah. So, I I do think. You know, the fact that he signed a short-term deal between Great American Bash and, you know, SummerSlam in two to three weeks makes me think that he's not sticking around because why wouldn't he have just signed, you know, a longer-term deal at that time? Um, It makes me think he's not sticking around. However, it doesn't... WWE, well, should I say Adam Cole, in my opinion, just because of how they book on the main roster, if he can get away with signing like a one-year contract or a two-year contract, that is the absolute maximum he should sign. Do yeah. not commit yourself to five years and then they're, you know, messing around with you in 18 months' time. Yeah. Um, literally one or two years. It doesn't really benefit WWE to do that, but at least they don't lose him to AEW. Um, yeah, I think a short-term contract, one or two years, and then see how it goes on the main roster. And then, it, you know, if it doesn't go your way, then kick. So... The next person we're going to talk about who's been recently released is the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, man. Uh, Hall of Famer legend. So this is the question that Gigi asked. He mm. said, uh, if Ric Flair is going to go to AEW, who's his dream opponent? <laughs> opponent? <laughs> uh, I don't know, bruv. <laughs> like, Ric Flair needs to stay at home, bruv. Like, damn, he's, he's what, 70 years? I think, 80, I think they, should, like... they should definitely do a Ric Flair pinnacle thing though yeah they could do tully's there even arnie's over there but he's with cody um I don't think they should do rick flair in pinnacle mm. i think what they should do is pay rick flair to show up do a little one-off gig that's, that's on this the is, cards hundred just to get a just to get heat on pinnacle yeah rick yeah flair shows up 
reunites with Tully, they have another reunion, they hug, they you know, they kiss, they hug and talk about the good old days and then Rick Flair's bigging up. You are you're managing some really good talent. Obviously MJF dis- disrespects him and they all jump Rick Flair. Could do, could do. You know, you know Rick Flair will take a blade job for that. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh I just I just think, yeah, like you know, yeah, TNT, him going back to TNT after all these years, it's kind of written in the stars. Um, they'll find somewhere to kind of slot him in nicely. Some people have spoke about him taking over as, um, I think Gigi mentioned actually, um, him taking over from Chavo Guerrero as Andrade's manager. Obviously, there's ties there back to Charlotte and their kind of family relationship right now. But um, I just I just think during the pandemic, at least right now, just Ric Flair, just sit at home, man. I hear you. Can you see guys? Oh, this is sorry. This is uh Liam underscore SCFC. Can you guys see WWE hiring back any of their recent releases somewhere down the line, like they did with Samoa Joe and Selena Vega? Well, I'm well, we both were talking about Braun Strowman. Yeah, I could see Braun Strowman. I could see, I could see him getting hired back. I could even see Bray getting hired back somehow. But maybe not. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not no. sure Bray would want to go back. No, he probably won't. Apparently, he was meant to actually be back on TV as of this month. Right. Um, some some things and creative that was thrown at him just wasn't sticking. And that's been the case for some months now. Like, just poor ideas that will basically sabotage his character. And he's not been on it. Um, so he's just kind of rejected them and stuff. And Yeah, I, I mean, Bray could literally go in to do films with the amount of 100%. talent and stuff he has. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, if we do see him back in wrestling, I don't think it'll be WWE. Anybody else we're forgetting that they've got rid of they could hire back? Um, I mean, I could see them getting Andrade back not anytime soon, but I mean, like, say if Andrade yeah. wrestled in like a year or two in AW, and a year or two later, they're getting back if yeah. Charlotte's still in the company. Yeah, that's possible. Um, I could see them getting, um, I don't know, you know. I think okay. there's some people. I think the likes of like some, if you want to say like smaller talents, someone like Chelsea Green. Um, I think just how she kind of carries herself online. I I I feel like she thinks, yeah, you know, I I I never done it at the, on the big stage. I never got an opportunity to. She was always injured, this, that, and the other. So she would go back if the opportunity was there. Yeah. Um, There'll probably be quite a few people like that, younger talents that got released that will always, you know, they'll get a second chance somewhere down the line. So, WWE Raw's on Chicago tonight, isn't it? Yep. So, Trade the Blade, shout out to Trade the Blade, has mm. <laughs> asked this question How many CM Punk chants will there be tonight in Chicago? Do you think WWE main roster shows, shows will actually be better if Triple H takes overall and you know takes over the show you know takes overall control or is the WWE too set in their ways i'll probably i'll probably always be a wwe guy as it all as i've always known wwe and i don't like death matches (laughs) so first question pm punk chance in chicago yeah i think so goldberg is due on the show he um today he's he's obviously going to confront Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley rejecting his advances for the WWE Championship match at SummerSlam. I think that is probably the segment where the CM Punk chants come out because people obviously aren't into Goldberg so much, especially Chicago is is you know a rabid crowd as we know it. Um, Can you imagine Barry Goldberg? Completely. All right. What if this is a swerve? Hear me out. I've I've heard this. I've heard this take. I'm sure. Like. 
is there is there confirmation that AEW has signed CM Punk? No, but there's just heavily hints on it everywhere. But could you see WWE releasing a lot of talent to raise a lot of money to sign back CM Punk? I mean, my only thing, my only thing with this theory is where where it's flawed is if you're my rival, yeah. Mm-hmm. And say, for instance, people saying, "Oh, skid it, skid it." might get uh, <laughs> say you're say me and you don't talk no more yeah, you're yeah. doing wrestle you're doing wrestlemania at uk by yourself mm-hmm. there's no more affiliation with kick out and i'm mm-hmm. just doing kick out mm-hmm. and then there's a big rumor that one of us is going to get cm punk on our podcast yeah right i haven't had any chats with cm punk but you you may have i don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. but there's a rumor saying that oh uh punk might be coming to Wrestle uh to kick out, yeah. right? Or he might be going to WrestleMania, but yeah, he might be going to kick out, whatever. But I, and I'm like, well, I haven't had a chat with CM Punk, and it's like, wait, so he actually might be going to WrestleMania. I was, I will probably, I will probably blow the whole lid and say, well, I haven't had a chat with to, to, to ruin the chance that to yeah. spoil that you might have a surprise, sneaky surprise on me. I will probably spoil 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 the party by saying, "Well, I haven't had a chat with CM Punk, so he's gonna go definitely gonna go to WrestleMania UK." So what you're saying that WWE um, should have done that should have basically come out already and said that you know, well, I, I, no, I, what I was trying to say was if this was a swerve and he's actually going back to WWE, yeah, I think AEW would bait up that they never had any negotiations with Punk, or or any Punk negotiations failed and he's actually not coming to my show. Yeah, I just too much has happened, man. Too, yeah, he's going to say too much has happened. I mean, the rampage show. The rampage show before before all out is in Chicago. All out is in Chicago. Darby Allen has said that you know, if you want to prove you are the best in the world, you come to AEW. Obviously, best in the world is his old moniker. Um, yeah, everything seems to have lined up that is it's happening so yeah. all right and then the last question is by um oh dj ribs or oh, rb oh arbiz oh shout out to arbiz man he's a g he said what i going for rick flair lacey evans picnic <laughs> <laughs> that storyline didn't continue so yeah um i think is that is that all for the news um yeah, pretty much. Um, in terms of everything, like we said, it's just releases, just any other, you know, Sasha Banks came back on Friday at SmackDown. Um oh, setting up her, I love that. Yeah, I setting up that. her 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 SummerSlam program with Bianca yeah. Belair for the title. Yeah. Um, like I said, Goldberg's gonna be on Raw tonight, um, as of time of recording. Um that's so we basically. might as well do another episode this week then. Yeah. Break down do. Raw. We'll break down Raw this week. Maybe maybe wait for AEW. Yeah, we do Raw and Dynamite review this week. Um, and hopefully Ace will join us. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of interesting stuff. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited. I do believe I want to say one thing before we sign off. Mm. I do believe that AW needs to be really clever here, though. They need to be really careful and they need to be really clever because you don't want to do what's been happening before in the past. We just hiring a lot of bunch of WWE talent and it just gets a bit too much. I'm not saying they should miss out on Bray. No way. If I'm an AEW, if I'm if I'm Khan, I'm getting Bray Wyatt. But yeah. you need to be careful how you showcase Bray Wyatt. You need to first and a first and foremost 
think carefully about where you're going next. Bray will sort that out for you. Bray will probably know. Bray has a bunch of ideas. So he's, like yeah. you said, the Wyndham family thing. So he's he's already, he's already got ideas of where he wants to go. Okay, that's cool. But if you sign Bray, if I were him, I would sign Bray, but don't showcase Bray anytime soon. Mm. Keep them waiting. You don't want to just come and we can't. No, you don't want to keep doing that because W ain't doing that other way. Why? See, in the Monday Night Wars, it was trade off against trade off. It was like one WWE talent coming to WWE, yeah. one talent going to you know what I mean. WWE. It's not like that right now. Yeah, it's no one's WWE moving the other way. Exactly. So, I would you know the, the one thing that AEW how they'll benefit from like obviously they've got less hours of tv programming than wwe which is crazy because obviously with wwe all of their tv programming how can't they fit these guys in mm. um but anyway yeah they've got less hours but they are working with impact they are working with new japan yeah, they so are. they can afford to have okay maybe bray wyatt or someone is not on tv for two months on dynamite but they can send him to to New Japan. They That's can send point. him to Impact. That's what I was thinking. And almost have, have like a season kind of That's cyclical right. kind of thing. That's with right. all of their Dine talent. So. Send him across different promotions before he shows up in Dynamite. That's what yeah, I Yeah, yeah. And they, and like I say, you you know, that could, they could do that with anyone. Andrade can have a spell in um, AAA or something like that before he comes back to Dynamite eventually just to give someone else some time to breathe on Dynamite. So that's that's the benefit. Where they don't have all the hours of TV like WWE, they are working with other promotions. So, yeah, their talent can still be used elsewhere and keep their characters fresh. Well, it's very interesting times right now, Max. Who would have thought Don't COVID think. came through and it nearly killed the wrestling business <laughs> only to actually maybe revamp it and revive it? Because right now, 2021, is seeming like a very, very exciting year to be a wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll keep talking some more wrestling this week. Max, anything else before we sign off, my friend? That's it, man. Um, yeah, a lot a lot is happening. Just loads of news. We'll try and just keep bringing it to you guys. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. And thank you for everyone for sending us your questions via Twitter. I believe Ace was going to join. Unfortunately, Ace was supposed to join us today. I think he had a bunch of theories and questions for us to debate about. <laughs> but we'll have him back on the show this week. And uh, hopefully we can uh, all, you know, get some exciting news and some topics to bring about sometime this week. So, uh, yep, we are out. I'm Skillet. This is Max. Please follow us on the kickout.